right, my talkers, happy Thanksgiving Eve, the day before we all eat and sit down, watch a little parade, watch a little football, and hang out with family. But for the next three hours, we're hanging out with Lori and Brittany, which day before Thanksgiving. I know. Extra thankful today. Right. You just have to be. It's, uh, you know, what do they call this Wednesday before Thanksgiving? Just a fun night to go out? That's yeah. Right? Yeah, <laughs> it's like, a big drinking night for it's sure. It's like hooking up Wednesday or something. It's like something. We're, we're that guy that you never got to talk to when you were in high school, your mm-hmm. first time you meet at that bar. That's right. And uh, then you act like you aren't hungover all day Thursday with your family. Oh, gosh. So many of those. Yes. <laughs> Oh, that first Wednesday, though, when you come back, like you said, you're all fresh. You're all living your new life. You're I know. in college. Yeah. You come back to the new. Oh, everybody starts dabbling a little bit. I, with- I, we would always go to Grandma's Saloon and Deli down at Canal Park on the Wednesday before Thanksgiving a- after college. And people would, you yeah, know, left and they'd come back. And that was always, you could always run into people at Grandma's on Wednesday night or on. The day after Thanksgiving on Friday at the Fitker's Inn. Okay. Or Grandma. A lot of people go there for the happy hour. And- ours, How about you, Brittany? Yeah. Yeah, ours was, because uh, I went to Henry Sibley in Mendota Heights, West St. Paul area, and there was this bar called Moose Country oh, I know. in Lilydale, and that's yeah. where everyone everybody went. Go. Yeah. Ours was Williams. We would all meet at Diggy Town at Williams. That was the, always the thing. And then we'd maybe ming- like linger over into Brothers when that was there. Yeah. And, but we always start at Williams on that Wednesday night. Wow, those are like crazy memories. Like, what yeah. if I just we, ours is mine's closed now? But like, yeah. what if you just rolled into oh. that? Way? Like, would so you see was. anyone you know? You think this week tonight? I have no idea. I'm going to bowling tonight, and I know I'm going to run into people there. I know <laughs> it's always packed a, up there. That'll yeah. be a fun event. It's always well. There's always that's just a big night to go out, and if if uh, you got this bowling alley is in your neighborhood, you'll yeah. be. Do they right keep do they keep track of your score or like it's automated bowling? Oh, yeah. but I know. But you mean like for league? Do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the so whole it's like thing. tennis, like where they keep track of how what Everyone, do you get like a rating? You get a um, <gasps> handicap, handicap, handicap. Oh, and now do you have your own ball? Of course, I have a Hello Kitty <laughs> ball. I didn't know that. Wow, it took me two years to get it. Okay, why have I never seen a picture or we've talked to this? I don't know. It's pink and I have my own locker. And just this year, I got a new pair of shoes. Okay. I have a very hot one foot that just gets fiery. Um, hot foot, it was an anomaly that I never heard of in uh, my life. It took us so long to realize that it went painful. Yeah. Um, will you do me a favor? And maybe you can, you can say no to this. Will you take a picture of your Hello Kitty ball uh, and put it on your Insta tonight? Yeah. Okay, there you cool. Go. Yeah. It's go. very, it's very cute. I got to share with you guys. So I get this text from, you know, the West Coast correspondent, my mom, the mm-hmm. Mutti. Mm-hmm. And my brother has been in Italy for like the last 10 days. He's been in Rome and doing all these things. And he uh, took the train from Rome to Milan because tomorrow night he's going to see Madonna in Milan. That's so even fun. though he's already seen her in Seattle. Like in February, but he was like, well, I'm in oh, Italy. Oh, good I know, for good you. For him. So my mom sends me a note. Your brother is staying in the same hotel as Madonna. He just saw her in the lobby with four huge bodyguards. He is about to faint. <gasps> uh, I will ask him what she was wearing and what does one wear at the hotel. She was wearing black, surrounded by the guys. She's six floors 
Above Larry, there's no back door entrance. Your brother says he's not leaving the lobby. <laughs> and then Love I it. said, what hotel, I wonder? And she goes, I'll ask him. My brother, the front desk are asking guests not to talk about the fact that Madonna is staying there. <laughs> he said, please don't mention our hotel name until after uh, the two yeah. shows in Milan are over. Um so my brother is like, I'm honoring Madonna's wish wishes and mom, I can't tell you the name of the hotel. <laughs> 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 so, I love it. She's like, don't tell, especially you, uh, because you have a sister who literally has a radio yeah, show. That would yeah, die I know. Together. Not that any of us are, you know, gonna be there, but the the front desk said and I and then I sent my brother a note to ask him what happened to his Airbnb, because he kind of talked to me about this. Before I said, you know, I'm, I'm not necessarily a fan of Airbnb. I like a hotel. Just mm-hmm. call me. I think entitled. Call me whatever you want, but I like a hotel. Yeah. I like. I guess my brother, because he was going to be, he stayed in Airbnb, and it turned out to match the pictures. It doesn't always happen that way. Correct. My brother guy, I guess, got to his Airbnb in Milan, and um, it was like a broom closet. Um, with a hot plate and the bathroom down. I mean, you know, they make things yeah. can be misrepresented. He basically was staying in a pension. So then he just marched down the street, saw this nice looking hotel, mm-hmm. checks in, and now and then is, sees Madonna. I mean, that just yeah. sounds like something that Lori would advise yeah. you to do. So that's kind of fun. I, this is just going to make his whole. Everything. Well, he's he loves you know his two great musical loves, Madonna and Prince. I mean, those are pretty good. Yeah, know? those are pretty not- typical for like a, a teenage boy in the eighties. You yeah. know, who's also gay. Yeah, I like was gonna were, say that might be a big yeah, aspect. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, we were talking kind of about Airbnb and hotels. I don't think they're interchangeable. I think you're right about mm-hmm. that. Like, there's a time and place. Yeah. I think having, like, if you bring in a family, it's nice to find a nice oh. Airbnb. But if he, honestly, if you're going to be in Milan, go to a hotel, to a hotel. where they change your sheets yeah. and they yeah. do all the things and you can order in food. Yeah. And it's we fabulous. always stay, like, in a condo for traveling with, you know, Yeah, the kids you do. Or, yeah. You know, like, we go to Hawaii, we rent a little house and we rent through Verbo. But, exactly. You know, we, Which is the same as. We yeah. found the house, though. I mean, like, we drove around. I mean, we, we were like, we were trying to be. De- Detectives trying to find the house that matched the description, you know, because we totally. like, knew where we wanted to stay. Yeah, you. I think you. You're right. To do a little footwork might be involved in Airbnb slash VRBO. Just as far as where the location is and oh. what it looks like and all of that stuff. And I know, like this year, like when Casey and I went to Paris, I was like, and he had wanted. He goes, well, "Why don't we stay in an apartment?" I'm like, I don't even want to remotely have to do anything to do with food yeah you know not in the remotest i don't want to make coffee i don't want to you know any of that kind of stuff but i'm so glad that we didn't stay in airbnb because it was so hot yeah i know and there wouldn't have been air conditioning at least we had a hotel with air conditioning yeah. it was just it was just incredible if we learned anything about emily in paris yeah that's is right ac is not <laughs> a thing that you can take for granted in no, paris we do know that from yeah. emily in paris all right listen when we come back it's our story we can't get enough of hey everybody it's Lori here for minneapolis plastic surgery and minneapolis anti-aging skincare clinic 
We want to tell you this is uh, uh, a good day if you want to call in to the office. They've got an unbelievable holiday sale. Their lowest price ever on our absolute favorite, the Hydrofacial. Um, we love getting those um, re- on, on the regular basis because it's microdermabrasion. It's also putting in some collagen. So it's like, I call it a working facial. It's relaxing, but you're also doing things. And then also, uh, Minneapolis Skincare Clinic has a deal where they are selling gift cards, $500 gift cards, but you pay $400 for that $500 or a $250 gift card that you that's $200. So maybe you've got somebody that's hard to buy for. You can use this product, uh, use these gift cards on anything product services. That's MPLSSkin.com. Uh, Maria Shriver just posted on her socials on this day in 1963, my uncle was killed by an assassin's bullet. And of course, her uncle, John F. Kennedy. And and then she, there's a really cute picture of, uh, or must be Marie and her brothers and, you know, their uncle Jack. She looks like she's like maybe six. But she says, I want to remind people, um, go gently today as millions of people are working through their trauma. Millions of people are grieving things that happened years ago or decades ago or just moments ago. And they'll never be the same again. So let's start by acknowledging our own pain, which guides us to our healing, which in turn can help heal others. I think oh, that's... Maria. First off, I think that is I so... Her. I love her. I think that's so wise to just remember... Everybody is going through their own fight all the time, always. And it's mm-hmm. like, remember that with strangers. You just never know what people are thinking of something that could have happened five years ago or, you right. know. Right, or that's happening right now. Exactly, that they're yeah. in the middle of. Right. You just don't know. That's why, like, you should, even though sometimes it feels a little hard, you should just kind of always go the extra mile because you just don't know what. Mm-hmm. Like, who would have thought your uncle was assassinated 60 years ago and it's like the anniversary of that? And like, yeah. You just don't know. But yeah, yeah. Can we acknowledge that, like, we just don't dress kids the same. In the 60s, those little petticoats they used to put little kids in is, like, the cutest thing in the oh, world. Oh, and the little coats and hats oh. and tights and the Mary Janes and the little suits and the newsboy caps. They're and, so cute. I know. I know. The little clip-on ties. I just also boys. can't even imagine what it's I like know. to, like, change them because none of them had, like, snaps or anything. I'm right. sure it was, like, a 20-minute process. Um, I want, I wanted to, for, for this story, cause I, I was reading, I, I really want to see Napoleon cause I, A, Me I know too. Casey wants, will want to see it because he loves history stuff and war epics and everything, but I'm reading interviews and, and it is getting, Chris Hewitt gave it three and a half out of four stars. It's at about 65% on Rotten Tomato with critics, but Ridley Scott is 85 years old and I mean, he he's a, firmly an octogenarian, and he last September and November, he released The House of Gucci, and then another movie that we like called The Last Duel. Oh, with yeah. Matt Damon. I like that oh, yeah, a lot. I forgot that, about that one. That and one, they really focused on the different point of views, telling the same story. Jody Comer yeah. and Ben Affleck. And so he is the one who's directed Napoleon, and he's... He's working at a frenetic pace. And I saw an interview with Marty Scorsese, who I think just turned 81. Mm-hmm. And he had talked about how he does 
he's just more and more driven to keep directing because he knows that he's got a finite amount of time and he has all these stories that he wants to tell. And and Ridley Scott basically uh, said the same thing is that he, he, first of all, he's a very fast director. One of the reasons why people love working with Ridley Scott is he's get the, get the shot, get one take, good take and move on. Clint Eastwood is the same type of director and he is, you know, he's worked with Joaquin Phoenix. He fought to have Joaquin Phoenix be cast in Gladiator. Yeah. The studio didn't want Joaquin. They and, thought he was not right. And he, there's, I mean, he made Gladiator. He was the best villain ever in Gladiator. I mean, he and makes Oscar nominated. skin crawl. Yes, yes. And I guess these two adore each other, Ridley Scott and Joaquin Phoenix. And so it's a reunion uh, uh, for them. And... Uh, anyway, so he's, he's giving an interview with the BBC, and he was asked, "Did you ask for? Do you ask for anyone's advice before you make a movie, especially like something like Napoleon?" He mm-hmm. said, "That's a disaster. I never ask anybody." And then <laughs> his, he, does it bother you? You've never been nominated for best director for an Oscar because you think of Ridley Scott. I mean, Alien, and there's a gazillion. He has an incredible career. Yeah. I don't care. I love that. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, and critics who say Napoleon is historically iner- inaccurate. He goes, you really want me to an- answer that? It will have a swear word in it. Because, of course, anytime anyone does that, there's, uh, no one's expecting it to be a documentary. That's right. why it's a movie and it's a drama. And then uh, he was asked about the French critics savaging the movie. And he said, yeah, Le Figaro said the movie could be renamed Barbie and Ken under the Empire. French GQ called my movie deeply clumsy and unintentional funny. And because apparently he decided after the House of Gucci and everybody did their own Italian accent in Napoleon, everyone could just speak in whatever accent they have. Yeah. That no one had to pretend to be French. So... Napoleon Joaquin speaks with his in his usual voice. And then a biographer called my movie very anti-French and very pro-British. Well, here's what I have to say about that. The French don't even like themselves. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So anyway, and he says about historical inaccuracies, there's been almost 11,000 books written about Napoleon. Yeah. I mean, 11,000. I think he had a really good point when he was like asking advice. It, it's mm-hmm. an overwhelming task. You just have to pick a lane and go with it and yeah. know that like nobody really knows. And there's going to be inaccuracies and you're t- telling the story you want to tell and you just go with it. You have. And that's why directors are directors. Like they pick a, a lane and they yeah. commit. Well, Napoleon, Chris Hewitt said uh, uh, that. It's funny. It's intentionally funny that that's one of the things that uh, Ridley Scott is doing with this movie. It does have heavy, sprawling, epic war battles. And I guess Chris was like, you got to see it in the theater because it's just so unbelievable. But um, it's the only place Napoleon feels powerful. So on the other parts of the movie, it is intentionally funny, kind of just showing how it uncomfortable in his skin napoleon was and nobody really liked him including his wife and so he said uh that the movie is pulled off with a lot of style and recommending it so there you go i mean it sounds good and it it also sounds like 
I, I mean, somebody who's not worried about getting an Oscar and likes and just had to pick a lane and went with it. I, I like that. I think I that's great. I do too. I do too. And then um, the Rolling Stones, of course, a lot of jokes on late night last night about our other octogenarians in the news because Mick Jagger is 80. Keith Richards is turning 80 next month and uh, Mick will be 81 when their tour wraps up that they just announced yesterday that's sponsored by AARP but I just think that's brilliant. I think it's brilliant. First off, I don't even know any sh- anything negative added to that is stupid. Of course it's sponsored by AARP. Yeah, I'm glad Mick and the boys took him up on the offer. Somebody's got to pay for this show to go from exactly. city to city even though you know, it's only 16 cities not coming here holding my breath for a Las Vegas announcement maybe at this year next fall for like a month. Yeah. Um, um, at the end of the day, there's literally no better group to have than AARP members. Like, I don't know what would be a better demographic to push for than retired people that can that have more income than I do. <laughs> right. Like, I wish AARP sponsored anything I did. Like, that'd be amazing. There's Joey none- and I work with AARP Minnesota. I, That's right. We're really hoping to go to the Movie for Grown Up Awards. I know. In January, we'll see. Stay tuned. We're working on about it. About that one. But anyway, so, yeah, it's uh, octogenarians are really... They're taking over. They're taking over, you guys. And I'll let them have it. <laughs> right. All right, listen, we come back. We're going to hear about some stuff going on at the Mall of America. There's a Black Friday oasis happening at Lululemon. We're going to talk to our buddy Liz Kruger. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. Lori here for El Burrito Mercado. And um, one of the things that uh, people do love to do with um, leftovers is they're like, okay, I've got leftover turkey. What am I going to do with it? Well, leftover turkey is great for tacos, chiquiles, nachos, enchiladas. You can get all the sauces, all the garnishes at El Burrito Mercado. Also, um, if you are having maybe people, maybe you're not hosting Thanksgiving, but you're going to have people over for the Viking game, it is a one-stop uh uh, shopping if you want to get a tamales, heat and eat from the deli, order hot for pickup, and just so many choices of salsas and dips. And also you can get creative with um, great cocktail recipes online because they have a lot of flavored beverages and soda options that you don't see anywhere else but like at a Mexican market. And don't forget, great hostess and holiday gifts are available from their imported uh, gift store. That's Alberito Mercado. Cher putting us in the, the spirit. Love her new album, and we are delighted. We have Liz Kruger joining us, and of course, we uh, know Liz from Lululemon. I always forget what your job title is. It's something kind of exciting. It, it is. It's it's called curator. I sound like I work in an art gallery. Yes. <laughs> You're at a community event. Yes, yes, at Lululemon. And, um, of course, big shopping uh, weekend coming up at the Mall of America. And there's so many incredible deals. Um, Grant did put up a link to our show page about what you guys have going on for Friday from 7 a.m. to 1 p.m. called the Black Friday Shopping Oasis. So we'd love for you to tell us about that. Yes, I think the best way to describe this, because it is something that I came up with two years ago, it's our second year, we're doing it. Think about your favorite 
uh, airline lounge. You might yes. know Delta the lounge. It's mm-hmm. like that for shopping. So you buy your ticket. You get to skip the line. The lines are long that early in the morning. Um, you come into the Oasis. We'll have light bites. Um, from our fuel cafe, we'll have champagne from Radisson Blue. We'll have a physical therapist and a massage therapist um, oh. give you massages and myofascial release. And then you can just get to hang out. Our um, wonderful educators check you out in the Zen space. So you go out to the chaos, do a little bit of your shopping, and then you come back to the Oasis and spend your day with your family, your friends, just hanging out. Um, we got such good response last year. We're, we're excited to do it again. And do you think that's just because, like, people that that's one of it gets to be too overwhelming, the crowds and standing in the lines and they think, oh, what, you know, I, I don't I, I am uncomfortable doing this, even though I want to get some of these deals. Maybe that's yeah, it. And I think we saw we saw a lot of families last year. So there's always like somebody that loves the chaos and somebody that doesn't. Right. Um, so we were going to see 10,000 people in our store on Friday. So mm. um, it's just a little kind of escape to just chill and you can go and enter yourself into the chaos when you want it. But we just, a lot of people were like, this is the way shopping should be done. And so <laughs> we are continuing to do it. And I agree. So <laughs> I'm so, I'm so glad to know that you guys do that. Cause I know the space that you're talking about from when we had, what was our event that we did there? Yeah. The, the woman ass. Yeah. Woman ass. Yeah. yeah. It's really great. And we're giving, um, my talkers a 50% off, um, code so the promo code my talk for 50 percent off that makes your ticket 20 dollars. oh okay. um so a little drop in the bucket but it, it's it's the best um the best way to spend black friday i think and we love the my talkers we've now had your two events in our space with them and um just wanted to give that to them so they can go to the link on the Lori and julia page um or directly to our eventbrite and use that promo code for friday yeah, and you know, Lululemon, you could buy something for you, something for your husband, and something for your oh, uh, kids. I think so. Yeah, I mean, right. they might get incrementally smaller as right. I buy, depending on which niece or nephew. Okay, Liz, I have some questions about this year. Can I ask you about some shopping things that about Lulu? You sure can. Liz, okay. Do we go flare or do we stay skinny leggings? Where do we go this year? Oh, gosh, the flare is so trendy, and we have, like, a mini flare. Mm-hmm. That's really great. So I think all ages can wear it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it gives your leg great shape. But I I say go flare because it's not always going to be here, and I'm all about riding the trend while, <laughs> while it's still present. Uh, but we also do have some really great um, fleece-lined joggers Ooh. and some really great um, bodywear. Wondermost, it feels... Um, like butter on your skin. So there's so many cozy options mm-hmm. as well. So I have a lot of favorites right now. Winter whites are strong in our store and really, really like elegant, I think. Okay. Now, are we still doing the cross body bag for our relatives we don't know that much about, like the young uh, people that you know you in your life that you go, I can just get them a cross body bag? Is that still super in? Yes, and guess what? We have these bags right now. I just got one that the crossbody bag, and it has a slot for your hands, so a hand warmer, and it's fleece in the inside. Ooh. So it's like the perfect gift, and like it's like a larger size. So we have it in the black and the white. 
Um, and so I think that would be the perfect. And then all of our other wonderful crossbody colors that you could get. But that, I think that's the perfect gift for somebody that you don't even know what they're going to want. Everybody will love it. I know. That's like my big go-to. And then like I have a million more, but this is my last one, I promise. When it comes, okay, I'm currently looking at, there's two coats I love. I love the sleeveless, uh, the vest, the long transitional vest that has three different uh, sizes on it. And then I also really like the snowboarding jacket that turns into a backpack. That you, or you can just kind of put it over your shoulders, like which is so cute. My question is, which one should I buy? Which one should I invest in? I have the one with the backpack straps on it. And? And it. Or Minnesotans, it is amazing. I don't know how many times you go out in the cold and then into a building with their heat cranked and you're like, oh my gosh, you literally just throw those straps on and the coat hangs off you like really in a lightweight way. I mean, Black Friday shopping is a big example. Yeah. Uh, and you could just wet, wear it around and then you just toss it right back on when you go out in the cold. It was made for cold weather people like us that were like sweating and then we're freezing and we're sweating. It's amazing. So I would go that Vest, I always feel like, is like a bonus piece. It's like more of an accessory, yeah. like, style piece. But I say go jacket. Okay. Thank you so much. You actually did so much good for me, Liz. And I don't know if you helped anybody else. <laughs> I never else. even heard of this backpack. <laughs> oh, I love it. I lo- I saw it, Liz. I saw it last year, and it was on my list. And I said to myself, you know, I, I'm going to wait and see if it goes on sale later. But they all again? sold out. What's the name of the? Let me see if I can find the jet. Yeah. You're... you're, you're- here. Um, but it, it does, I will say it's like for a lot of like snowboarders yeah. and skiers too. I don't do that. So I can't really speak to that mm-hmm. um, in my experience. <laughs> um, but a few of our jackets have it. I have the wool one, um, but I will find it in front of you. I can't think of the name right now. Sorry, right, but, cool. um, yes, but there's so much going on. Um, the mall opens at seven, just so you all know. And the north side of the mall, Lululemon's on the west side, but on the north side, they're giving away doorbusters and mystery card giveaways. So people that are, like, lined up on the north side, that's where all the good, like, Mall of America goodies are being handed out at 7 a.m. At 7 a.m. Yep. Get in line. There will be a line. And then come see us on the west side. But there's a lot of deals. Um, happening in the mall hundreds and hundreds of hundreds deals, of so. de- yeah i'm seeing that because they've got the doorbuster and then they're giving away these cards and you don't know what but anyway you got to redeem them by like two o'clock and then they've got the wonka winners there's all kinds of stuff going on with the willy wonka movie that's opening on december 15th so fun yes and most stores are doing anywhere from 30 percent up to 70 percent off um and if you want me to highlight some, but like Aeropostel is like the kids love it. 60 yes. to 70% off everything. Banana Republic, 40% off. Club Monaco, 40% off. Whoa. Um, Crocs, up to 60% off. Um, and then Levi's, 40% off. Madewell, 40% off. Nespresso, 30% off machines. I feel like that's a big mm-hmm. item to get on that day. Uh, and then if you're a Peloton person, $350 off the Peloton bike. Um, so that's cool. And then we do have a new store called Wilson's, which is an athletic store, and they have 30% off select styles. And, yeah, it's just Vera Bradley, 50% off. I can keep going. I have, like, three pages of <laughs> deals from the mall. Um, but it's going to be a good Black Friday. Yeah, it is. Do you go Black Friday shopping ever? I, that's always my thing, Liz, I would do with my dad. I absolutely adore Black Friday shopping because – 
I really can in one day almost do all of my shopping. And it feels so good to have it be done. And I like to just find, you know, find yeah. things. I like to just shop deals in stores that I, I like. And then fi- the stuff finds me. I buy. love that. That sounds like a blast. <laughs> and if I stay home from my from going up north, I will. I think it would be really fun to go early in the morning and just walk around and it, let it things is. find me. Yeah. In my dream world, yes, I do all the things. But the mm-hmm. reality of it is I don't do much. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, Grant found it. It's the uh, Snow Warrior is the style of uh, coat that we were talking about with the backpack. Um, Thanks, Grant. Yeah, Grant's great. So many, we we this is for us we will have the most markdowns we will ever have at lululemon we don't don't have a specific markdown price all the products are different but we will have racks upon racks of them our team is like stickering all the markdowns right now and have a very late night ahead of them but if you're a lululemon lover Mm -hmm. it's the day to come in and i love i mean i like the hype a lot it's great people watching i know (laughs) it's just like the start of the holiday season, so I I really enjoy the the hype. Take it or leave it, you know. But yeah. I'm I'm on I'm on Team Black Friday. <laughs> uh, I, I am too, and I'm on I'm on Team Flare for leggings. Yeah. I am so glad that Gen Z has put their foot in the ground and just said we are done with these skinny ass straight <laughs> leggings that people try to wear as pants. <sighs> Flares are so much more flattering. It's cute. Yeah. I yes. think. And you, you love a hard pant, right? I love a hard pant, oh Liz. God. You don't, know that. Liz, don't get her started don't on get, a hard I mean, really, I, I do love a hard pant. She likes a little accountability. <laughs> Not all of us want accountability, but Lori wants a little accountability. Okay, if you're interested in reserving your spot, the Black Friday Shopping Oasis at Lululemon, we have a link up on our show page. When you go to get tickets, put in my talk, and you'll get 50% off. So you're getting this for just $20, having this whole shopping VIP experience. And we promise you're going to love it. And Liz, thank you so much for talking with us today. Thank you so much. I love you, ladies, and we'll have you in again soon. Okay, sounds good. All right, um, listen, um, again, the link for Black Friday Shopping Oasis on our My Talk page under Low J, and put in My Talk. When we come back, um, I gave Brittany, I asked her if she'd do a little TV assignment last night. I asked Grant to do a TV assignment. He watched Monarch on Apple. Disney, uh, you watched uh, Dancing with the Stars, Taylor Swift. You've never watched that show. Never have I ever. And Grant has never watched uh, Monarch. This, the and Monarch shocking, show. shocking, we both did the homework. You did the homework. <laughs> How Yay. wild. That never happens. All right, we'll be right back. Oh. Last night, Dancing with the Stars. It was a Taylor Swift night. Uh, uh uh, there's a blank space in the ballroom because there was an overdue elimination. But the best song of the night, as far as the, because the band had to cover the Taylor Swift. Songs. Yeah, so that I like again. These are all again first time watcher. If you love Dancing with the Stars, I'm so sorry. You've never ever watched it. Before. I never watched it. I've seen many clips. Yes. And I feel like that's always in my algorithm. Mm-hmm. Is like the day after Dancing with the yeah. Stars, I get to watch their little dances. But I don't even know how the process goes. So I watched it front to back. I was like. Super committed and threw me off. I didn't know that they did covers of it. Well, Taylor Swift performed in 2012 on Dancing with the Stars. I think it was 2016. Or 2016. Yeah. She performed on that show. They Which used, is so crazy. Yeah, she performed and um, 
She did the tape message, and I thought the opening of the show where all the professionals was danced to Love Story. That was yeah. just an incredible... So And they paid... That was her singing, wasn't it? I believe so, yeah, yeah. that was her. So they had a little bit of money to pay Taylor. They had that one, and then they had August from Folklore with uh, the guy that... Uh, spoiler alert. Oh. Maybe may or may not be... You would know if you watched it, you'd go, that guy's going to get cut anyways. Oh, it was yeah. it was he, his time. The tree trunk. How, the tree trunk. Uh, um, how Howie. something? Yeah. yeah. I don't even know anything about him but i was like i don't and again i don't know much about dance but i've decided it's so funny how you've watched these fallen in love with his dance partner did you notice no. that kiss was real when they kiss they are dating housey jowsey or whatever his name how is. do you how does that happen in such it's a boiler situation like are they going to be when they fall in love in this does it happen do they stay well, they together have professional dancers that are married to each other that are on the show they dance together some of the real life couples danced in love story it's not unheard of for these dancers to fall in love but how they stay together these couples after yeah yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah yeah i'd be very interested because i'm like it is so passionate i could see how that would happen but i feel like after the show yeah but anyway so the the um the music not being taylor swift threw me off but then I was I I found it so delightful and fun. Allison Hannigan is such a delight, but does not feel like she's in the same caliber. Uh, um, caliber yeah, she's of, going home next week. Yeah, of the mm-hmm. four, uh, there's three women that are amazing, and then Jason Mraz is holding his own on a level. When yeah, they is. did like the dance off to the music, he had more life in his hips than I will ever mm-hmm. have in my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so. turned out to be a really good dancer, and you know he and Taylor, I think, are buddies. Yeah, She's, they've they perform together. together. Yeah, and uh, but the best performance of the night, the best cover song of the night, was uh, uh, Chochi. Um, I'm trying to think of her last name. Uh, they danced to Paper Rings. Yeah. She and Val Val Shemurkowski, and um, they were that was wonderful. They it did was, the cha cha. It was perfect match of a dance to the song. They, if you look at their feet, it's like they're sprinting in time because Which that song is a sprinter. It's so kind of it's like a punky poppy song of hers. It's so and because that was one of her surprise songs that I got in Minneapolis too. So I'm like obsessed with that song. But when they hit the point where they are in step, where they go from one side of the ballroom to the other, it looks like they're sprinting, but they just casually happen to be in step. And I go, that is so talented. Isn't it? It was really fun. That was such a fun dance. I kind of have a soft spot for uh, Soshi. I know. And Ariana did great, too. Hers was more of like, it it felt like um, everyone just kept saying, because it was kind of a boring dance, but there was a lot to it that the normal eye wouldn't see and that's how I felt about it where I go yeah that was it didn't have it all the boring, kick and flair boring, yeah because you know ever I don't know how they decide but they have to do so many kind of well, dances yeah, yeah yeah and she might have done cha-cha and rumba last week or something yeah and it felt like it was people kept saying oh this one is very hard and it's hard to make it look smooth and she made it look smooth but it, it lacked kind of the flair yeah. the other ones had it was a fun show it was and I, Jason Mraz got a perfect score for his Argentinian tango but i still like shochi's oh <laughs> so good paper rings probably because i liked the song it was just the a song fu- and dance the outfits were so cute too so i would say like again first time ever watcher will i watch it again probably not don't you Be- want to see who's going to win this season now no because i think i can achieve what i want by, by watching the clip yeah pretty much <laughs> I mean, you guys are my life hack. Ninety nine percent of my news right. is when I re when I regurgitate it. You go, well, right. yeah, I told you that via the radio show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I 
but I do get it. Like, I do like these theme nights, and I think their theme nights probably pick up some people. Like, if they did another theme I really want to watch, I would watch it because yeah. me and Justin both had fun watching list- it. Yeah, and hearing it in the yeah, background yeah. and watching them do the dances. All right, Grant, you watched the two episodes on Apple Plus of Monarch Legacy of Monsters. Love it. And yeah. fantastic. Kurt Russell never disappoints, obviously. I mean, that that alone in itself is a reason to watch. But the Wyatt Russell connection, like you were talking about yesterday, and the back and forth, and how the story's unfolding. Exactly, it really sets up for. They do a great job of going back and forth, and what, how the story will unfold, and how the curiosity I have on how it will unfold, and the character development is fantastic. The the graphics. How about that opening scene? (laughs) It, It has you on the edge of your seat. It's. And I am not a Godzilla person. Yeah, yeah. And and I, but I love these type of, you know, I wouldn't say post-apocalyptic, but just but out of the world. it's a sci-fi puzzle box. Exactly. You know? It's, it's the actors and actresses are great. The storyline is great. They set you up with these first two episodes. They've got me hooked. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah, I know. It's amazing. I, if I have five minutes of that show and I was hooked. I just looked at Casey after that opening and I go... And Raiders of the Alastor. Yes, you're I, right. I feel like Apple is on to something because they're not promoting this. And they they, they, they have so much money. And it's word of mouth. It's like I was just talking to a Hollywood reporter. I go, this is the show that I keep hearing everyone talk about. And they said, it's wild, too, because this one's spreading only by word of mouth and it's trending. Yeah. I've not seen an ad for this one time. Well, Kerr Russell and Wyatt, uh, when the SAG after strike ended, they they did an appearance on Kimmel mm-hmm. together. They I think they did. They did Entertainment Tonight okay. and Extra and Access Hollywood. They're going out to and I think that they have so much fun together. They just sat and giggled with yeah. Billy Bush the other day. So do you think the problem is, is right now it's like trying to drink water from a fire hose. There's just so many people out there promoting stuff that it's hard to get to the top because I haven't yeah. heard about this at all. Like with everybody trying I, to promote I, their stuff at once. Again, your life hack is listening to this show. <laughs> We've been talking about this show. Well, I, I've, been, I've heard about this show from, from you guys us. alone. Yeah. And yeah. only because... Really, why we talked about it was we were intrigued at the father-son casting yes. of Wyatt Russell, Kurt Russell. Yeah. Not something that you see very often. No. You had a small teaser come out right before the strike. It was yes. enough to get us tantalized and like Maybe intrigued. we watched it then and we were like, wow, this looks great. Exactly. We did. And then all of a sudden, obviously, dead Nothing. silence. But, but you know, just it's just, it's Kurt Russell and Wyatt Russell together. They, they're, yeah. Yeah, I'm in the watch. Yeah, I'm in, Grant. Thanks for the report. Yeah, we we just got to give thumbs up for Apple right now. A yeah. lot of good it's at shows. Ninety percent on Rotten Tomatoes, so it's, it's not at? failing. Yeah, Dang. ninety. Yeah, doing well. Yeah, so I can't. Well, Friday night, the next up yeah. episode. Nice one, holiday weekend. Say the name one more time. Monarch Legacy of Monsters. Monsters. Perfect. I know that as a listener, I would want to know. <laughs> I know. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back.